0: are listening to the husker performance podcast presented by midwest dairy and your local farm families here is your host jessica cootie welcome into the next installment of the husker's performance podcast presented by midwest dairy i'm jessica cootie your local farm families want to help you reset yourself with dairy and this season we're discussing a variety of topics to help you do that and certainly one of the ways our student athletes do that is by volunteering their time and giving back to the community. Our life skills department here at Nebraska is really second to none. So we're gonna talk about some life skills and all the ways that our Husker student athletes get involved. So we appreciate Keith Zimmer, the executive associate AD for life skills for joining us. Keith, how's it going?
1: It's going good, Jessica. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, it's been awesome for me since I got here to work with your team and your department. You guys do so many things, but I, I wanted to start with your background. How did you get to Nebraska? You just, you're just you starting your 36th season, right? This is your 36th year. So how did you get here in the first place?
1: Yeah, so I finished my graduate work at Springfield College in athletic administration. And being a Nebraska native, the dream was to come back and work for Nebraska Athletics. Showed up and uh, went in and met with Bob Devaney, and he said, you know, we can find a place for you in academics. And so I ended up starting out as an academic athletic counselor, working with a number of sports. But it was Coach Osborne who could also see a vision that we needed to do more than just academics and athletics. And we needed to develop our student athletes beyond their sport. And that was really kind of the the creation of the Life Skills Program. You know, a lot of our athletes, you ask them what they want to do. And they either didn't know at that time, or of course, they want to be a pro. And you know, Jessica, that those stats aren't very good Mm -hmm. when it comes to professional athletics. So certainly we support our athletes who have that dream to be a pro, but we have to do our part to get them ready for the next 40 years. And that's really what the life skills department does. We try to enrich, develop, prepare, and make them uniquely competitive so they can win off the field and win the game of life. And I think uh, we've grown to where we are a leader, and uh, we're definitely making an impact.
0: Absolutely. What made you interested in that when Coach Osborne came to you with this idea? And why did he pick you, I guess?
1: Well, I've always had an interest in helping and serving Mm -hmm. and giving back and certainly an interest in athletics. Um, My background was in counseling as an undergraduate. And initially out of college, I did protective service work, you know, working with children and families and trying to reunite and uh, pull things together. So it was a good fit. And again, just to be involved with Nebraska athletics and serve student athletes, that's always been the ultimate goal. And that's really where I've dedicated my career to.
0: There's so many different layers to life skills and, and we're gonna dive into all of that. But when you first started it, what did it look like? And, and what kind of vision did you have for it that those first few years?
1: Yeah, so in 1987, Nebraska was one of six schools invited to the NCAA headquarters. Back then it was in Overland Park, Kansas. And really, you could build it one piece at a time. And as a one person operation, that's exactly what we did. And our first component was career development. Then down the road, we added the community service piece, then the education, you know, the proactive education, then development, and then some post eligibility opportunities. And now, as you know, Jessica, we're doing things in name, image, and likeness, mm-hmm. where we have a Husker Advantage program led by Tom Limke to really help our athletes become more marketable and uh, benefit on how they can monetize from their their name, image, and likeness. So it's ever-changing, but we've kind of built it one component at a time. And like we were talking about earlier, it's much more than service. It's really how we can develop them completely, uh, make them a well-rounded individual who can compete with anybody. And as you know, that student athlete experience is unique. Uh, It can make them better prepared than anybody else on campus
0: I think that's probably what most people assume with life skills Oh, it's the community service because that's what we see right on on social media but you mentioned some of the the development and and some of those programs that you guys provide can you dive into that a little bit more and and some of the specifics on when student athletes come to those summer sessions and and some Mm -hmm. of those topics that you really want to hit on with them
1: yeah so we start during our summer bridge program that's all the incoming student athletes to Nebraska and we really try to focus on the transition, how to get them acclimated to college life, uh, the demands that come with being a Division I college student athlete. but really kind of teaching them how to promote who they are and how to be a responsible student athlete. And again, using your uh, expertise to help with communication has been great. Uh, We teach them a lot about finance. We want to get them involved in the community early and often. We also want to remind them about the responsibility of wearing the in. It's a privilege to be a Nebraska student athlete, and there's a lot that comes with it. They're representing student athletes who have been a part of this program from the 1890s to the present. And so being responsible, making good choices, doing the right thing, that's the Nebraska way. And we instill that early and often at Nebraska.
0: What, uh, I mean, I guess for fans that Again, these, these are all the student-athletes that, that come through the Life Skills Department. And you don't make them do anything, but the community service part of it. And th- there are some videos that people can see in pictures, but there's so much that goes on scene, that people have mm-hmm. no idea what, what all that these student-athletes are doing. So what's the buy-in like from, again, top to bo- top to bottom, all these student-athletes, how much they want to get involved and want to give back to the community?
1: They're eager to do it, and they're happy to do it. And again, like I said, it's the Nebraska way we try to teach our athletes that just by saying yes can really change a life. And I go back to a guy like Rex Burkhead when he met uh, little Jack Hoffman Mm -hmm. who had uh, a brain tumor. Rex said, yes, I will make an experience special for you here at the stadium. And that developed into the Team Jack Foundation. And Rex is still a part of that today. Um, So just by saying yes can change a life. And by giving a little more time can mean a world of difference. And so most of our athletes are happy to do it. They know that they will grow from it. It's mutually beneficial, and it's the Nebraska way. And to give back, um, we're so fortunate, Jessica, as you know, we have a fan base better than anyone in the world. And the way our athletes are supported, certainly if it's within their time demands and the parameters of compliance, by and large, our athletes from every sport, they're happy to give back and they look forward to it.
0: How do they go about finding where they want to give back? Because, I mean, I just did a conversation with Casey Thompson, and he wanted to go to local schools, and, and he plays on the playground and, and goes in and speaks in the classroom. But there's a lot of different areas that these student-athletes get involved with. How do they go about finding where they want to give back?
1: Yeah, we educate them on all the different opportunities. Uh, some teams do required team service projects, so they're just a part of it whether they want to or not. Others, like a Jenna Rogers from the track team who you've worked with, um, they have a vision on something they may want to create that they're passionate about. So you know we are open-minded. As long as we can do it within compliance, um, we're creative, and we want to be as inclusive as possible and expose our athletes to as many opportunities as possible. You never know what they're going to connect with. And uh, again, it can be life-changing for them and the people that they're impacting.
0: And we're going to hear from Jenna Rogers on this podcast, too. But she talked so highly and was so thankful and appreciative of Stacy and helping her execute her vision. So tell us about your team and who you got working for you.
1: Yeah, Stacey Burling is a veteran of our staff. She's in her, going into her 13th year. Uh, she directs a lot of our outreach events and our education events. She's got a background in athletics. Tom Limkey is a baseball alum here at Nebraska. He does a lot of our career programming and is excellent in that regard. Um, We have Kate Frazier, who's a former basketball player. Uh, Kate does a lot of our career counseling, a lot of our outreach. She does our sportsmanship pep rally, of course, that you are part of for the season opening women's basketball game. Kate also handles our Nebraska football road race that raises thousands of dollars every year for pediatric brain cancer. So I have a lot of people who really care. They like to serve. They're happy to be connected to athletics every day. And they do it for the right reasons.
0: How do you guys go about? You just listed a lot of things, and you didn't even mention tonight at the lead. I know you guys put on the uh, Nebraska Hall of Fame ceremony every single year. How do you guys go about? You got to be extremely organized. I'm assuming your staff meetings, just uh, tackling everything that you're involved with.
1: Yeah, a lot of it's event planning and just attention to detail. Some creativity as a part of it as well. And you know, we try to involve the student athletes. These are their events, so you know we want to try to um, be as inclusive as we can, make them meaningful make them interactive, and we draw a lot of people in. I think one key word, Jessica, for life skills is collaboration. Uh, Back in the beginning when I was a one-person operation, we needed the help of a lot of people. So we have good partners on campus, in the community, people who are willing to give and invest in these student athletes to help them along the way, and we're really appreciative of that.
0: How about recruiting, because I know you spend a lot of time with recruits. What role do you have in that when these uh, athletes come on campus? And you have any fun stories of an athlete that committed because of the impact of life skills?
1: Well, life skills is a game changer. I firmly believe that. We say at Nebraska, we talk about success in athletics, academics, and life. It's who we are. And so we are involved in every prospective visit when recruits come to campus, and we're happy to do that because we think that uh, what we have to offer is a game changer. It's a separator. So the parents, of course, they really appreciate what we have to offer, because we're not only enriching their sons or daughters for the next four or five years, but for the rest of their life. So our coaches embrace it. They understand that it can be a difference maker. And again, the recruits will tell you they don't get this on every visit. Mm -hmm. Nebraska is unique that life skills is part of their visit itinerary. And so I think, uh, as I mentioned, it sets us apart. And we've had some athletes you know, who have told us that the life skills program has been a defining reason why they chose Nebraska, whether it was the impact in the community that they can make or the investment we make after they graduate, which we do through our post-eligibility scholarship. There's so many different things that we offer that might connect with a student athlete that could ultimately allow them to choose Nebraska. So. Presenting that in a 30-minute time frame, uh, you just never know the opportunity and the connection you might make.
0: It's going to be pretty cool, though, for you and your staff to get to see these young high school kids come in and then get to watch them and be with them every step along the way, from recruiting to then seeing them off. And and, uh, so many of them go do so many great things. I come to you all the time about, hey, who should I talk to about this? And you've got all these lists of student athletes that are making just tremendous impacts even well after their playing time is done.
1: It's rewarding, and it's one of the reasons why I've stayed in it for as long as I have. I mean, uh, to, to watch these athletes thrive while they're here but then go on and become the best at what they do, either athletically or in their chosen career, it is rewarding. Uh, you met one of them today with Karina LeBlanc, mm-hmm. a soccer standout, a goalkeeper for John Walker. Uh, she's amazing, a two-time Olympian, uh, Concaf President, She's a general manager for a professional team. She's an inspiring leader, and there are so many examples um, of alums that we can be proud of that we did play maybe a small role in their development. Uh, it's very rewarding, and we're very proud to be a part of their life.
0: Well, Trev Alberts has mentioned the life skills when he was here as a student-athlete, and now look, look where he's at.
1: He's my boss, <laughs> so no, he's been great. And uh, you know, we didn't have the life skills program that we have today when he was here. Mm-hmm. But yet, he found a few ways that he could benefit. He was really involved as a as an ambassador in our life skills program. And of course, everybody would tell you that probably one of Trev's greatest strengths are his communication skills, his relationship building. And I think he would tell you that some of that came from his student athlete experience. So. I believe all of our athletes in some way find something they can latch on to mm-hmm. that they can take with them well into their future career.
0: You heard me saying at the top that you know this this podcast is brought to you by Midwest Dairy and, and they're talking about resetting yourself with dairy and, and I said that because it is sometimes you need a little perspective. You mentioned I'd gone out to the camp, the special needs camp with Jenna Rogers and Yeah, it was just what I needed, you know? And so when there's a lot of pressure for these student-athletes and there's so much emphasis on winning, winning, winning and and all of that, how important is it to have an escape like being able to go volunteer at a camp or uh, speak at a pep rally or go to the school and all these different things that provide? How important is that perspective that they can gain by their volunteering with life skills?
1: I think it's a very important perspective. It's an outlet, Mm -hmm. and they enjoy it. It's a way for them to build relationships beyond their immediate team. And it also validates, Jessica, that they're not just an athlete. That should never be their identity. They're far more than an athlete. And I think when they can get in front of 3,000 students or create an everlasting outreach program like Jenna, it just proves that they have so much more to offer. And it reminds all of us that we should never just um, label them as an athlete or as a student athlete. You know, they have so many talents, and we need to continue to tap into those.
0: There may be someone listening in that might have a suggestion of how uh, a volunteer opportunity might want to get involved with life skills. How do you suggest they do that? Is there an opportunity to do so?
1: Yeah, they can just send us an email if they have an opportunity. You know, Part of it uh, correlates with the time demands of our student athletes. We get a lot of great ideas, but we only have them for a limited amount of time with everything else they have on their agenda. And of course, we have all the compliance parameters to work within as well. But um, just sending an email to anyone in our department, you can go to the life skills directory. And whether it's myself, Stacy, Tom, or Kate, we're happy to entertain any any ideas that the community has.
0: Do you have any one favorite event that, I mean, can you put any of them at the very top?
1: Well, you were a part of our uh, pep rally, our sportsmanship pep rally. Back in the 90s, for 10 years in a row, we did a school is cool jam. And we had about twelve thousand kids that packed the Devaney Center, year after year, and then the very next day, we would go to North Platte and take the show on the road, and we impacted about another four thousand kids. So just to see the impact that our athletes could have with a message, and engagement, and interactivity, it was powerful. And again, it really reinforced you know the visibility, uh, the power of athletics can change lives. So. Uh, We're committed to it, and we know it's going to make a difference for our athletes and many, many people in the community.
0: Would you have ever thought when Tom Osborne came to you with this opportunity, this department would evolve into what it is today?
1: Well, I'm happy it has. And, you know, Tom Osborne was an innovator. He was looking for an edge for his program. At the time, there weren't many football coaches that could sell life skills, and that's who he was and is as a person. So it fit with him and for me to be an extension of it and now to help grow it. I consider it a great honor.
0: What's it like, because we're about to have another new coach that will be taking over for the Nebraska football team, what's it like when new coaches come in and and learn and get involved with the life skills department?
1: Well, that's the key word is learn. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to go educate the new coach on what we can do, how we can help, how we can serve. Um, They have ideas, you know, so it's kind of a give and take. We educate them on some of our programming and what we can do. They may have ideas from their previous experience or school and we're open to that it's a team effort um but we hope that the the coach embraces all that we've put into place and we're we're always eager to to learn and to to look work with the new coaching staff
0: well keith Zimmer, appreciate your time and appreciate all the things all the many things that you and your staff do and y'all have been awesome it, it was tom was like one of the first people I interacted with when I I, I took the job here to get involved with the life skills department. So big fan of of you and your team and everything that you guys do.
1: Thanks for all you do to help us, Jessica. We appreciate it.
0: All right. We got much more to come here on this episode of the podcast. But uh, up next, we're going to talk to Ethan Piper from Nebraska football. He does a lot with life skills. So we're going to hear his perspective coming up next. Late night studying, intense practice, cramming for that big test. Take a moment to reset yourself with dairy. Dairy foods like milk and yogurt allow you to stay in the game with immunity-boosting nutrients like vitamin A, vitamin D, zinc, and protein to keep you fueled without the crash. Trusted by athletes and supported by science. Welcome back into the Performance Podcast presented by Midwest Dairy. We're going to continue our conversation talking about the Huskers Life Skills Department. And one of the student-athletes that's gotten really involved with that area is sophomore offensive lineman Ethan Piper. So thanks for spending some time with us. I know it's a busy time of the year for you guys.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me on. It's, It's a great pleasure to be on the show.
0: Okay, well, tell us about your first perspective of the life skills department and when you first realized, oh, this is something that I want to get involved with.
2: Yeah, right away coming here to Nebraska, like, um, just like the emphasis they put on life skills here is way more than any other college around in the nation. And for me, just like how inviting and like how, uh, just like the mission life skills had is like, I, I think they were very driven to helping us grow, not even on the field or on the court is helping us grow in all aspects of our lives. So I, that's been the most appealing thing is making the best version of myself coming here for the life skills. So.
0: Why was it so important for you to immediately get involved with the community, community service aspect of what life skills offers
2: I, I think uh, Nebraska has given they pour a whole bunch of resources into us all the time, all athletic divisions, um, but I think life skills and community service is one way we, we could just give back mo- the most naturally give back and um, it 's just a good uh, good time just to Go out and like uh, give back to what, what we have been getting here. So,
0: how important is it too? Because Keith was talking about you know making sure that you guys are educated and informed on things and being prepared for things outside of sports and and life once sports ends. So, how important is that aspect of it too? The education part that they provide you guys too. Yeah,
2: they they, they do a very good job of um, having a whole bunch of talks and a whole bunch of opportunities for student athletes to come in and learn. I know like. One of the most random one, I always think, is like, they had like kind of a 30-minute seminar of how to set up an Instagram account. <laughs> like, for me, I was like, oh, like, but it's something that like, if you don't think about it, it is a skill to have, especially in today's age.
0: Yeah, it's a huge part of building your brand.
2: Building your brand and just having that public appearance. So I think they do a good job of hitting all the, checking all the uh, X's and O's, saying that like, they hit all life, that like They're tied to life skills, everything about life, so they do a very good job with that.
0: Okay, well, Keith was telling me you have this really neat project that you do, Little Red Letters. Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so um, I I think it started last year. Um, I know one of the, Keith, they set up something of uh, there's a lot of actively deployed uh, parents out, and especially the, the Lincoln community, and they have kids around the age of, I think it goes from, like, 3rd uh, grade until junior high. So uh, what they started doing is they asked student athletes to have a pen pal. And just to, that kid, that's, it's hard having a parent leave to go out. And um, so they just wanted uh, the kid to have something to be excited about and look forward to. And um, for me, it's been a really good experience. Um, I, they came up to me, and I came up with the name, little let- red let- letters. That. And it's kind of a kind of a funny thing. But... Uh, No, I think it's, I've got a lot out of it, especially I've enjoyed my pen pal. He's a great guy. His name's Kason, and um, it just, like, he just brings you back, like, gives you some more reason to play for what you do, so.
0: And you have student athletes that are involved from all different sports, right? All
2: different sports. The gymnast team, the rifle team, all soccer, everywhere, so.
0: Why was that important to you to get involved in that specifically?
2: You know, um... I know, uh, especially I growing up, I know how hard it is, especially if active deployed uh, parents, I know how hard it is for kids. Um, I grew up with a couple of them. So um, I know for me, that's been uh, really good, uh, just to know that like I'm helping and trying to make a positive impact in these kids' lives. So.
0: And what does it mean to you that you've got fellow student-athletes that want to be a part and help out in that area, too? I,
2: I think that just speaks with the magnitude of who we're recruiting here. I think that we are recruiting good kids and uh, having, like I said, 40, 50 people um, coming to this event and helping out, I think that's just a testament of how what, we're, what uh, the culture here is at Nebraska. So.
0: I don't think you ever get too old at to getting excited about getting actually a handwritten letter in the mail. How excited do you get when Casey writes you back? Oh,
2: man, <laughs> it's awesome. He, he, sometimes, like, I think if you ever feel down in life, you just get a written hand letter from a five, uh, fifth grader, and it'll change your perspective on things. And, no, I, I uh, always try to read them uh, before the games, awesome. especially, I got one before the Michigan game, and I read it on the plane right there, and I kind of reflect on, uh, sometimes, like I said, you get caught up in the X's and O's, and uh, just like the game plan and stuff for these games. And it's nice just to take a step back and um, realize what it's all about. So,
0: has he been to a game yet?
2: Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I I haven't met Case in, in person yet. Um, it's kind of been hard, especially um, with classes and like mm-hmm. running around. But I think uh, they're they're gonna definitely meet. We're definitely gonna meet them here pretty soon. So.
0: How um, cool is it, too, that life skills, because it, it is, they have their certain events that they have that they, you guys get involved with that are mm-hmm. set every year, and there's the school visits and all of that, but if a student athlete has an idea, like Little Red Letters, or mm-hmm. there's a track athlete, Jenna Rogers, who just had a camp for special needs, that if you have your own idea, they want to help you in that Oh, regard. yeah,
2: they, 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 they're, there for just like a framework. They, if, they'll help you, guide you to the right path, but if you have something going on, they're all for it, and, um, just like <clears throat> they're very supportive and very uh, open-minded to all the ideas, just to uh, help with the community around us. So, well,
0: it, with your um, your with little red letter, little red letter specifically, if somebody's listening in and wants to get involved or has a kid that maybe they want to get on the list, how do they do that?
2: Uh, I would just say contact life uh, skills. Like yeah, life skills. Um, I know Keith Zimmer is a great guy. He does a very good job of communicating with the public uh, with or with anybody that wants to get involved in these things. And uh, yeah, I just say, reach out to him, so.
0: How important is it as a student athlete? I mean, it it is so much pressure and you guys have so much going on, a lot of expectations just as an athlete and then you're balanced being a student to have an escape, like writing little red letters or going out and volunteering at an event and just kind of having that perspective. How important is that?
2: Oh, it's, I think it's, for me, it's been very like uh, fundamental in my, just how I perceive things now is just like um, I know like doing this has opened up my mind just to realize like um, like you get like I said you get so caught up in the whole game plan and like going in the season like oh we got like this we got to do this and you get so caught up and that you forget about a lot of things that are just like the simple things in life and it's, that one of them is just talking just writing a page letter to some, some fifth grader in here in Lincoln so
0: why are you wired that way to want to give back
2: well, so, like, I am actually becoming a teacher here. Oh, uh, awesome. So yeah, secondary science education is my major. My dad, I will be a third-generation teacher, so my That's grandparents amazing. and my dad, um, they're all teachers. But um, I've always been intrigued of just giving back to people. Um, I, I think teaching, uh, I love science. I want to go teach science to kids, and I, I, I know I want to impact people's lives more than whatever money I make, so...
0: I think you'd be a fun teacher. Yeah, I,
2: I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan.
0: Well, Ethan Piper, appreciate your time. Yep. Uh, awesome to hear about the Little Red Letters and all the ways that you guys are involved. I think it's important for fans to hear that hey, it's more than just running out on a football field or yeah. basketball court or soccer field, whatever it might be. You guys do so many things outside of that. Yeah,
2: no, I, I think that I think football is a great game, and 80% of it's on the field, but 20% is outside. So.
0: All right, appreciate your time. Awesome, thank you. Late night studying, intense practice, cramming for that big test? Take a moment to reset yourself with dairy. Dairy foods like milk and yogurt allow you to stay in the game with immunity-boosting nutrients like vitamin A, vitamin D, zinc, and protein to keep you fueled without the crash. Trusted by athletes and supported by science. All right, well, as we continue our conversation on the Life Skills Department here at Nebraska. This podcast brought to you by Midwest Dairy. I'm so excited to have a couple of track athletes joining us. We have Passmore Mundundulu and then also Jenna Rogers, both with the jumps with the track team. Thank you guys for joining us.
3: Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah.
0: We appreciate it. Thank you. Well, uh, Keith Zimmer, who we spoke to earlier, had both mentioned you guys as being very active and involved in, in life skills and taking advantage of, of the different opportunities that are available there. Jenna, we had you on in the spring and, you know, during the season and you talked about wanting to have this camp and you've had this camp. So we're gonna dive into all of that too. But I guess first of all, and you would probably have a different perspective too, Jenna, when you were being recruited, what kind of stood out about the life skills department? Was that something that kinda played into your decision to want to come here?
4: Yeah, I remember we were like doing the whole sports side of it, seeing all those facilities and then all the academics and they're like, well, we're going to go to life skills. I'm like, what do you mean? We're going to go to life skills. (laughs) Like they seriously have a whole department dedicated to that part of being a student athlete. And so that totally got me to come here. I was like, that's so cool that they see not only that we're a student and an athlete, but also that we like want to take time to volunteer and get active in our community.
0: And PASMA, you're from Lincoln, so what, yeah. what was your perspective already of the Life Skills Department? Were you familiar with it at all, or did you kind of get involved with it once you became an athlete here?
3: Yeah, I honestly had no clue about it. I, honestly, being from Nebraska, it was kind of like, it didn't take much on my visit to, <laughs> I kind of just showed up, and I, like, I knew the whole time, just mm-hmm. touring facilities. Like, I already knew I wanted to go here, but honestly, when I learned more about the Life Skills Department, I mean, it was just like, it's just a side that no one really gets to see, and the coolest thing for me was probably hearing about like the post eligibility scholarship they have available and just all the different study like abroad trips they have also was just really great to hear from
0: why did you want to get involved immediately i mean you do a lot of different things a lot of different areas a lot of different volunteer opportunities why why was that important to you
3: um i think one of the biggest things that got me involved was um i had a high school coach coach Droud, once told me that you'd be surprised how much of an impact you can make and my story matters and i think Just hearing that advice really helped me to kind of take that step forward that I know that we all as student athletes have such busy days, but just taking an hour out of your day to go speak to a group of kids or work at a Special Olympics camp, like that's just 45 minutes of your day that could potentially change their life, make their whole week or month or year. And just being able to be in that position is huge and taking advantage of the fact that you are in a position of influence and people want to hear from you and people want to interact with you so definitely that's something that made me want to reach out and volunteer
0: and jenna besides just the volunteer part of it which is a big part of what we're talking about they offer a lot of different educational type you know courses that help you prepare for things outside of once you're done being an athlete or or building your brand, all those different things. How important is that to you? How how helpful is that for an athlete to have that kind of outlet that you can learn about those kinds of things?
4: Yeah, I just feel like Nebraska doesn't care about, like they care about the four years that you're here, but they care about what happens after the four years you're here. And that's something you don't see very often. So yeah, being able to learn, you know, we had like a financial seminar the other day, which is like something so valuable that we'll use for the rest of our life. And they offer resources like that, which I don't think... You know, happen at other schools. You know, that's something that's so specific and special about Nebraska.
0: All right, so let's talk about the everybody plays track and field mini camp that you guys just had over the last several weeks. Jenny, you were in in the spring. I mentioned, and, and you had talked about wanting to get this going. Uh, how did you feel about how it all came together once you, you got it going?
4: Yeah, I was so nervous about it because I, I care a lot about how it went, and it just went way better than I could ever expect. My teammates were great; they showed up for me, and like these kids too, and and they had so much fun. And I just feel like every time I looked up, um, everyone had a smile on their face, and I, that's how I knew it was just like a really special thing. When you had heard about it, why did you want to get involved?
3: Uh, So just I think it was the week before, a week or two before, we had a special Olympics track event, and it was so much fun. I mean, especially because at that event, we had kids from all ages, so especially hearing about the mini camp was going to be a lot more like elementary school kids getting to work with the younger group was something that just kind of sounded really exciting to me.
4: Well, tell us what all did you, what all went into it. What all they got to do. Yeah. Um, so there was four stations, and they got to long jump. They got to run and hurdle. They got to throw, and they got to high jump. And then at the end, I think this was their favorite part, but we did, like, a little relay, and they, they just passed it back and forth to their teammates. Um, but, yeah, they just had so much fun going from each station, and as the weeks got on, they knew what was coming and what was next, and they got excited about each event, and it was just so cute.
0: And when they were doing the long jump, uh, most importantly, they worked on the their expertise of building sandcastles. 100%. <laughs> we had some good ones out there. <laughs> I mean, there was a massive one when I was there. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about the little boy you were working with when I was out there. Was that the same uh, boy mm-hmm. that you worked with the whole time?
3: Yeah, so I worked with a kid named Glenn the whole time. And, I mean, honestly, kind of like Jenna was saying, they really started to remember all the <laughs> events and, like, we would always start off by stretching and doing a warm-up, and then right after the warm-up, my, my kid Glenn, he would always say, high jump, high jump, like, <laughs> let's go to the high jump pit. And, he and we ended up kind of using it more as a trampoline than anything, but <laughs> it was just really great to work with Glenn over the few weeks of the camp, and, like, just seeing me being able to build a relationship with him was something I really enjoyed, and I know his parents enjoyed it, too. That was a nice part of it, too.
0: And just, that's what's cool is like, you know, I, I was watching Pass War with, with his little boy and, and all of the little kids were they were so kinda of different and wanted to do different things, but it seemed like all of your teammates were just so willing, okay, you wanna just run up and down, you know, the the track a right. million times? All right, let's do it. I mean how special was that? For you to see that they were so willing what and to dive into whatever the kids wanted to do yeah
4: it was it was cool that we had that one-to-one relationship between the kid and like a husker athlete and that gave us way to like be able to do those unique things that each kid wanted and it was just so cute seeing people adjust to what they wanted it to do it, it wasn't about learning how to do track it was about just like doing what they wanted to do and building relationships with
0: you know you have a personal uh, you have cousins that are, have, are autistic and so how important is it for to offer sporting events for special needs kids.
4: Yeah, I just, you know, two things I'm really passionate about are working with special needs kids and track and field. Mm-hmm. And so I just thought, you know, if I'm in the middle of those two things, I would love to give the opportunity to people in the Lincoln community to do those two things that I'm passionate about. And It ended up working out, like just being able to like see their classmates um, at an event for track and field was just so cool. Like they were just so happy to be there and be involved in something other than, you know, like school together. You know, it was something outside of that and like an extracur- curricular for them, you know, to do track.
0: I had told uh, someone, Keith actually, that it was kind of like just what I needed that night to go out yeah. there and like see that. I mean, how much perspective can you get? I mean, for student athletes, there's a lot of pressure and you got to win and, you know, you look across uh, all sports. But to give some perspective of outside of the pressure of being a student and an athlete and all of that, how important is that to have kind of something like this to bring you back down and then a reminder of some of the other things that are going on?
3: Yeah, so the camp was usually right after our practice. So it was really like nice to kind of be able to just unwind with something like that. And I think a lot of times people think about doing volunteering work as like this work, but really it's this like uplifting experience. And and being able to especially build the relationships that we did, it was like, Ultimately, like, it was uplifting, and it was something that brought, like, people started looking forward to. Like, people would say, like, I saw teammates at the training table would say, hey, are you coming to the camp? You should come. And, like, bringing people who originally weren't signed up to help volunteer was just uh, really awesome to see within the team, too.
0: What about, I mean, because you're from here, if so a different perspective to see, you know, student athletes coming from all over want to give back to the community and be an inspiration to local kids here. I mean, you had talked about at the pep rally, you were one of those kids sitting in the stands uh, at one point. How important is that and how much does that mean to you personally being that you're from here?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's really huge. I I always kind of think about it a lot too of like when I was in middle school and high school even like I always wanted to be a Husker and I always wanted to be a Husker student athlete and then kind of being able to be in that position now, it's like all you kind of want to do is give back to the community. And Sam Griesel too on the basketball team, that's something I talked to him about too, of like, he's been really active in giving back to the community, starting volunteer outreach events because it really is a lot more personal when you know that you're helping out your own community and this thing that you looked up to be and this position you always wanted, you're able to get there and give it back too is the most important thing.
0: And you heard me asking about the perspective. How important is that for you, too, to have a different perspective and, and again, a reminder of the other things that people might be going through outside of, Dealing with sports all the time. Yeah,
4: I just feel like we learn way more from these people than they ever learn from us. Mm -hmm. Every time I go to these events, like I come home and again, it's just like so relieving and just like a good part of my day. And you don't find that like school, it's stressful, you know, you come home and you're stressed or like sports, you come home and you're stressed from practice. But every time I go to these volunteering opportunities, I come home and I'm just so relieved and happy. So yeah, just that perspective of like, there's such good people out there and I just love interacting with them and being able to spend my time with them.
0: And Jenna talked about just again how Nebraska sets you up for life once you're done being an athlete. What's your perspective on that and all the different areas that they do want to pour into you so that you are set up for life after being an athlete?
3: Oh, yeah. I mean, think Nebraska is probably one of the best in the country at doing, setting athletes up for success after graduation. I mean, it's everything from their tiered, like uh, professional development. So, I mean, Freshman year, you'll do a lot of seminars relating to moving out, creating budgets to all the way senior year, you start to have special career fairs, etiquette dinners. I mean, there's no, I at least that I know of, there's no other school doing it to the level that Nebraska is doing it. And it's really great to just be a part of that. I mean, especially all the work they do in the life skills department, as Jenna was talking about the financial seminars they host and it's really information that everyone needs and should have, you know, because we get so caught up in athletics and school that we kind of forget that aspect of our lives. So it's great that the athletic department able to provide that.
0: All right,
4: is there going to be another camp coming up? Do we know, <laughs> are We working on it in the works? I don't know. I know a lot of parents are talking about different sports and stuff like that. I mean, I definitely want to do track again, but we'll see where it can expand. That'd be awesome.
0: Well, thank you guys both for your time and all that you do. And I know you guys are just both um, such good advocates and um, representatives of the university and everyone's here so appreciative of of everything that you guys do.
4: Yeah,
3: thanks so much. Thank you so much. We appreciate that.
0: (laughs) All right, that is going to wrap up this episode of the Huskers Performance Podcast sponsored by Midwest Dairy. Thanks so much to Jenna and Passmore, Ethan Piper, and Keith Zimmer for joining us on this episode talking about all things Huskers life skills. Make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to never miss an episode. And thank you so much for listening. I'm Jessica Cootie with the Huskers Radio Network.